Howdy! You're listening to PaintCast with Bonnie and Chris. Send us your painting questions at bonnieandchrispodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at long underscore painter and at Bonnie Miller Art. So, tell me how New Orleans is today. Uh, New Orleans is great. Um, there is a protest going on right now for Black Lives Matter. Give a nice shout out to that. Whereabouts? Uh, uh, probably, usually they're near the, um, the mayor's office. What's so nice about this is that our, ac- our, actual, our mayor actually does think that Black Lives Matter. And that's what makes great to live in New Orleans. Um, and it, there's nothing else really going on. You and I having a podcast and a protest today. Hmm. Yeah, um, I haven't seen many protesting people around Idaho here. And yesterday I was over at the Grand Teton National Park and uh, Yellowstone National Park. I almost forgot what their names were there. Um, but hardly anyone there. Hardly anyone on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did get to stop by a Starbucks, actually, in Jackson, what? Wyoming. Yeah. It yeah. was open? Uh, it was. I was greeted by a very nice gentleman who asked me if I had been to Starbucks before. And... Wow. I said, I have. And he said, have you been here since our pandemic changes? Oh. And I, I had not, because the last time I was in the area, I painted at that Starbucks. It's a very nice one. It's right in the main downtown section of Jackson there, uh, next to some clothing stores. And they had some really nice tables and seats and i think mm-hmm. the last time i was there i maybe spent six or seven hours and just uh, yeah did a few paintings but i i stood in line on the circles like you're supposed to mm-hmm. and got the coffee and um yeah and left and it was sort of a surreal experience really haven't been to um, anything but a drive through Starbucks in maybe three months now. So to, to actually step foot inside mm. one, mm-hmm. a little weird. A little weird. On V, I don't think ever even closed, I have to tell you. It, now, this is the On V that's right by the French market. Oh, yeah. You know the one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Smelly. The smelly Envy. Yes. The Envy yeah. where I, I've, I've only used the bathroom there once. <laughs> yeah. I only have used it with like extreme, extreme emergencies. Yeah. I actually it's, preferred it's a little rough. to the night market bathroom at one time. It, it looks mm-hmm. a little bit like a murder scene there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and it looks like... Yeah. Uh, People Whoever works there. <laughs> and then. I call them. Well, I can't say what I call the bass. Oh. Cat bass. cat bass is what I would call it a cat bass. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just one of those places in the city where hygiene's just not too important. You know, they're more into the no, coffee. No, don't say that. They're great. <laughs> Their bathroom just gets a lot of traffic, okay? And it's an old yeah. bathroom. Okay? Yeah, I... I Don't patronized that. that establishment I for six years. The shit out of that establishment, and, and I will continue to. The staff is awesome. I have to say. So, so will I. But as soon yeah. as I walk, Don't go as to soon as I take a step back in there, <laughs> I know that I would rather use the bathroom outside up against the brick wall. <laughs> I think I don't want. I don't know. If I had a penis, I'd want to use the <laughs> brick wall outside. Too. Right, yeah. Listen to this though. There's a second on V. Okay. On the same. Is it on? It's on this. It's it's on the same street, just up way further. And just for people who aren't familiar with New Orleans and the French Quarter. Um, Envy is a coffee tea house that has some questionable amazing food baked goods. I love their and I don't like their baked goods, but I love really in a cup. Really, really interesting patrons. Yes, but yeah. the one near Canal is like it's totally different, and I love it. It's quiet. It has a really nice bathroom. I don't know if I should let people really know that. It's great. I love it. I go there to sketch. I go to both. I go to both. I like to get down in it, and then I like to kind of get, you know, a little prissy and go up to the other one. Whatever. Hmm. No, I'll go down to one and sketch, and then I'll go the other to use the bathroom. (laughs) I used the bathroom yesterday at a place called Jenny Lake. We're going to go there, aren't we? Oh, tell us about the bathrooms at Jenny Lake. Jenny Lake, a beautiful area of Grand Teton National Park. Ooh. Um, I walked through. I don't know why I did this, but I wasn't sure whether anyone else was in this rather large, multi-stall, multi-urinal bathroom. And mm-hmm. I just, I had to walk through and just take a look. So I just, I, I wanted to see the facilities and what I had at my disposal because I was the only mm-hmm. one in there. You're scoping and, it out. And what and which spot you wanted, which was cleanest, you know, all of those things. Everything looked really clean except for mm-hmm. the last stall. And somehow a murder got committed in it. Somehow it went <laughs> from the back of the toilet all the way in a diagonal up the wall. Oh Lord. And Thanks. Why don't you tell us about your hiking trip? So, the hiking part was fun. We walked around a little trail. We hung out by the lake, which was ice cold. And (laughs) took like a five-hour drive from in that park to other places in Yellowstone. And there was snow on the ground. No one was around, which is pretty odd for... Yellowstone, but oh yeah, yeah, Yellowstone is supposed to be extremely packed right now. Like oh, you wouldn't yeah. want to go to Yellowstone. So I tried to get Chris. Tons of animals. I tried to say, not a lot of people. Let's go to Yellowstone. You know, I said let's go to Yellowstone this yeah. summer. He's like, that's the most packed time to go. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I want to do that. So it's not. Yeah. And I had zero desire to set up and paint there. In the back mm. of my mind, I thought, you know, Chris, you really want to get more into this plein air painting thing. Mm-hmm. I know I do. I want to meet more people who do it. I would like oh. to participate in more events. I want to actually go to some pretty interesting paintings or, or um, pretty interesting areas to make paintings. And yesterday it was so nice. I thought, why ruin it? By, By working. Yeah. I, sometimes I choose my battles like that too. Um, it's just depending on how I feel. I, sometimes I want to just enjoy the space. So I'll shoot a couple quick pictures and hmm. then just enjoy my time and paint when I get home. Cause I really do like experiencing things. I don't like being on my phone all the time. I, I actually want to experience nature when I'm out in it. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I could see that. Some nature I'm not too keen on experiencing. Um, we were driving home to where we're staying which is in a pastoral area to the west of the Grand Tetons and drove by a pen with a lot of very, very large bulls in it. And <laughs> they were in a scuffle. They were noggin They're to noggin. They're aggressive. Yeah, they can be aggressive. I've seen it. I've worked with bulls before. And like, there oh. I was with the girls in our little CRV pulled up alongside mm-hmm. watching them mm-hmm. and taking some photos because I had never seen such aggression mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. suddenly no. they started to break through the fence. Oh no. They broke through. Oh my God. They snapped poles and went right through the razor wire and still kept fighting. And I thought that one of them might just spill out onto the road and completely demolish the car. So, Mm. yeah, that was scary. That's scary nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is scary. And and another thing, too, at the gas station yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, I think it was Grand Teton Park, there were a bunch of very young bears that had climbed up into one of the pine trees. A whole group of people. That would be a great painting, you know. Just hanging out maybe 20 yards away, mm-hmm. taking photos. And there Where's are... Where's the mom? Exactly. There oh. are rangers there who are bullshitting with everybody. And I look around at one point and everyone is just completely transfixed on the tree with the cute little black bear cubs. And I got really nervous. I was looking around. My eyes were all in the bushes and behind me because they're probably used to humans, you know, people are coming there as a destination, you know, I don't know much about bear especially black bears and how things uh-huh. work in the parks around here no me either but 
I have seen the Discovery Channel, Bonnie. You're like, I got to get the hell out of here right now. Yeah, like, That's what why you drive is going around. on here? You're not a nature rustic boy, okay? You're really not. I'm, I'm more of a, not. I'm more yeah. of a city boy, yeah. You are a city boy. You're riding around, going all these nature things in your luxury, like, motel motor coach. <laughs> luxury. You're, <not> <laughs> you're, you're floating hotel across America. You're not going to be like, hey... Why don't I uh, go see up close what a bear looks like? A, a lot of these other traveling dads do that kind of stuff with their kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those <laughs> no. cool hippie dads who are just really encouraging for their kids to come on Get over and there. experience you this and that. Face off. Go run over by that elk. You know, no, mm. Mm. I'll keep my girls in the car. Mm-hmm. Hit your hands in the car, girls. Get your hands back in the car. Yeah. And don't smile. You don't want anything to hit your teeth. That's expensive dental work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep your, my mother always did that to me. Just keep your mouth closed. Just keep your mouth closed so that you don't break your teeth. That's all I ask. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. Parenting. Yeah, I, it it works sometimes. Yeah. I'm I'm actually really glad that we've had to socially distance on the road. I love here social from, distancing. I can't from, tell you how much I love it. From some of the other families that we would sometimes see because there are a handful of really cool families Mm -hmm. but they're dwindling they're leaving they're getting off the road they're getting houses and some of the new crop of Mm -hmm. families that are working and traveling like we do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're unbearable Mm. Did you get in a I, fight this week with one of them? I can't you know do you dad do time. Oh, I, no, you get in fights with the other dads, huh? I have before, yes, <laughs> because I have zero tact, Ooh. and I don't like small talk that often. And yeah. if if someone gets hey. weird, if someone gets weird with me, I tend to get a little aggressive back with them, and be Not like point enter- blank. Yeah, 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 me too. Not to interrupt, but they say uh, social, there was a little uh, article in the New York Times that that I didn't read. I just read the headline. (laughs) (laughs) Why bother anymore, right? Why bother anymore? If it says social distancing has ended small talk, then I can just take them for their word in the headline i don't need to go and then read the whole article about it right i think there's more important things i can be doing personally that i want to dedicate my time to like the uh taco chronicles that i watched again this week i don't know if you heard about the taco chronicles at all no not at all uh, it is a um, documentary on tacos. It has several episodes, and it's on Netflix. 
and um, it is about Mexico, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful and awesome. And um, it's from the the narrator is a taco in each episode, and I I, I've, I can mm. talk all day about it. But uh, there's a favorite taco place I want to go to. Like I'm mapping out all the places I'm going to go have tacos, and who I'm going to have tacos with the next time I go to Mexico. I met. Oh, I'm going to have to look up who he is, Mm -hmm. but I met a guy in Palm Springs who saw me painting out in public and came up Mm -hmm. to me and he said that he painted Mexican food, like Mm -hmm. traditional Mexican food and um, the, like the, the carts and those little mm-hmm. um, food trucks. Street food. The little yeah. street food carts or bicycles. Yeah. And he showed me a few pictures and he, he painted these huge tacos. <laughs> 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 and they were absolutely fascinating. And you should eat them. It was almost inspirational for a second because I've seen some fascinating um, food trucks before that mm-hmm. just with the colors and mm-hmm. the little mechanical weird parts, you know, the, the glint, the reflection of some chrome that's polished and some that's obviously not. Um, I, I, I never actually painted one though. I, I, I never went through with it. I, I, I will look and see if I can find who this guy is because I, I kind of like these tacos. Oh, please do. I'd love to see the photos. Maybe he's um, done a portrait of uh, Lady... I want to do the, a portrait of Lady Tacos Canasta. Um, she it makes basket tacos. And she wears uh, this beautiful, these beautiful Oaxacan outfits um, with the embroidery, just like Frida Kahlo. And she's what you call a, a, a moosh, which is uh, spelled M-U-X-E-S, and it means uh-huh. the third gender. Uh-huh. And they say in Mexico that if you have a moosh in your house, it is considered to be a blessing. And I just oh. thought that was just so stinking adorable, and I can't wait to have her tacos. Go get the basket tacos. That's all. I, 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 I've never <laughs> even heard of basket tacos. Well, they are this, uh, they're very simple tacos. Um, mm-hmm. They're very inexpensive. Uh, they're, and they're, you'll see them on a blue basket in the back of a bike. And they're hot and steamy on the inside because they pour hot oil over them. Um, And they'll usually have like a chicharrone one and a potato one and a bean one. But everybody seems to like the chicharrone one the best. I don't know why, but when I'm around food trucks, Mm -hmm. I'm a complete poutine boy. I just go towards fries with fries with gravy and cheese curds. And Mm, sounds nice. If not the poutine than other times some sort of like fried thing on a stick 
don't know why. I'm just, I, I've never really been into getting the different tacos and other stuff. Oh, the, I, the food is so healthy, a lot of it. It's just so fresh and so pure and so healthy. When I, I eat um, street food. It's almost the only thing I eat when I go to Mexico. Have you ever been to Portland, Oregon before? No, but I watch Portlandia. Uh, they have um, kind of a really well-known uh, food Does truck that area. <laughs> oh, yeah. Near, yeah, near the downtown. And I, I don't even know if it exists anymore after mm-hmm. this or when it would open up. But mm-hmm. um, that was one of the coolest food truck locations I've been able to experience. And there was another one somewhere in florida near miami mm-hmm. that we've been to mm. before which was pretty incredible too and but they just don't have that kind of thing around idaho so well, I'm, I'm just i'm just gonna yeah. have to dream for a little while we're not gonna hold it against idaho <laughs> we're just gonna whatever some people go to idaho to uh look at the beautiful scenery and hike the little Tetons. All right. Okay, Bonnie. Oh, you know what? I got to tell you something, though. You inspired me this week because you sent me that picture of where you guys are staying. And it oh, yeah? was such a beautiful, green, scenic situation with these beautiful, like, trees in a perfect line going down. And then they, they swept over. And then, um, so I did this like mixed green color study. I went and, and, and did this whole thing on, uh, I mixed all my colors to see what kind of different kinds of green. Green is disgusting. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. But if I do this painting, if I attempt to paint this picture that you sent me, of course, I'm going to cut your RV out of it and pull the airstream up closer because I really want to get the airstream in that field. Yeah. Because I'm doing the editing. Yeah, no one really wants a like a white class A bus. No. In the way. No. The airstreams are always are always more aesthetically Mm -hmm. preferable. They're easy to paint too. They're all easy to paint though. They're just boxes. Yeah. Um so you said that you wanted to paint a cloud. No, I didn't really want to paint a cloud, but I said, why not? Well, just kidding. So, you were thinking that we could attempt to have me actually on this podcast talk you through a, in a like an acrylic cloud study, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think? You think you can talk well, me through it? No, but I'm willing to try. <laughs> I know. I know this isn't probably going to I thought, okay, so I said, oh, Bonnie does a cloud painting. I thought that this might be the easiest thing for you to talk me through. What did you think? It, it's actually no, one of the more complicated things to try <laughs> to talk someone through because Oops. there's a little bit of science and... Sometimes it's difficult to imagine 
clouds. Mm-hmm. So I, I have no idea how this is going to work out, but I think that we should start anyway. Okay, I think that's fine. So, what colors do I need? Okay. First and foremost, you have brushes. Mm-hmm. Use a round brush and a flat brush. Just two. If you have a palette knife, grab that. What kind of palette are you planning on putting your paint on to mix? I have the Stay Wet palette here. The Stay uh, what Wet. size? Uh, I have a number four round and I have a 16 round. I also have a six round. I'd go for the six. Okay. And then flats. as far as flats go, if, if you're doing a small study, yeah. um, like probably eight. between a six and an eight. Okay. Okay. Got it. And yeah, if, if you're just mixing paint quick and putting it on, you don't really mm-hmm. need more than that. Um, I use a tempered glass palette because mm-hmm. I can scrape it clean and I can keep it really mm-hmm. clean. Mm-hmm. But I can use you, one. I have one right here. And then as far as colors go, how about something like, um, do you have like a yellow iron oxide? Or I have like, yellow ochre. That works too. Okay. Um, try that and either a phthalo or a ultramarine blue. Do you have that? I have both. Okay. I, I'm going to say go with phthalo then. Yeah, I like the name. And then poppier. we can go with your favorite color from last week. Ooh, magenta. Medium magenta. And I then... have medium magenta, but I have quinacridone too. It, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter? Okay. Just choose one and go with it. And then titanium white. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember those creepy toothpaste commercials in the early 80s? Hmm. No. I don't. The one where they had a close-up shot of the head of the toothbrush, and they had someone squirting a whole bunch of toothpaste along the bristle. And it was mm. way too much, way too much toothpaste to use. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, don't use that much paint on your palette. Mm. So, use about for each of your pigment the amount that mm-hmm. you would probably put on your toothbrush now. So, not a lot Mm-mm. because because it's acrylic and it dries mm-hmm. out really quick. It's mm-hmm. just easier in the long term. Mm-hmm. To keep your paint inside the tube. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I prefer to put white on one side. Oh, man. I cannot get this tube of paint open. That is crazy. Hmm. Man. I have not used my acrylic in so long that I think some of them actually cemented shut on me. Uh, I, I don't even know if I have pliers to get this 
cap off. This is absolutely ridiculous. I love that you didn't prepare for any of this. I didn't either. Of course okay. not. No, no, I know. That would be more like fucking work. This Hello. is a completely unprofessional podcast. Oh, this is you know, so unprofessional. Oh, you know what just happened, Bonnie? What? You got it open? I just cracked the side. Yeah, slice it open. Coming, it's coming out of the side. I just ruined my paint. <laughs> thing, but you don't I'm use able... it anyway. Mix nope, some gray I, I, with I, it. I'm able to get that blue out. Okay, good enough. So, I have all my colors out too. on my glass palette to you as well. Uh-huh. Okay. Got this going. First thing. Yes. When you're doing a cloud, atmospherically, mm -hmm. the four. Whoa. That was a very loud golf cart that just went by. And a motorcycle the, just went by here. Oh, man. The atmospheric dynamic toward the horizon is always going uh -huh. to be. Uh, less contrast and um, slightly more grayed out color. You're not going to get a lot of uh, really intense hue towards mm -hmm. the horizon line. As the clouds get closer and closer to you, which mean they are um, closer to being directly over your head where you're standing, mm -hmm. that's when they typically begin to have higher contrast, larger, more defined shapes. So that, that's just speaking in general, in generalities here. So um, what I think for a quick cloud study, and for people who are also doing this while they listen along to this podcast, um, mm -hmm. I have four colors on my palette. First thing <clears throat> I'm going to do is I'm going to mix a color with the round brush to put down as a horizon line slash land anchoring shape. And for me, this is going to be something like a bluish green. So remember, when you're mixing, especially with acrylic paint, you mix dark into light. So you have more of your ochre or whatever color you're using mm -hmm. there. And you add little bits of the darker color mm -hmm. into it in order to make your mixing a little bit more accurate. So just do a little color. Okay. And I'm going to take that round brush. And I recommend that you do the same, Bonnie. I'm going to just make a strip. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be terribly accurate. It mm -hmm. just has to be a strip along the very bottom of my picture plane. I happen to be using a six inch by six inch um, gessoed masonite panel, which mm -hmm. I put a, um, a quick layer of pink paint over. So did you also do the same? You're using like a, mm -hmm. a, a five by seven, right? Mm -hmm. I, okay. I mixed a uh, medium magenta with a little bit. I lightened it up with a little bit of white. Okay. It was too so, much. Once you have that. Is it just a line? Brown piece and... down. Mm -hmm. it, okay. Make it just... approximately a half inch line at least. And that's just going to give you the six? opportunity. Yeah. 
Okay. And that's going to give you an opportunity to establish where your horizon line is. And it's also going to help you to adjust the value of your gray. So you have this lighter pink tone that you've put over the majority of your surface. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to mix a gray. So I'm going to recommend taking that same color that you used for your land piece, you know, which okay. was the was yellow, yellow with a little bit of blue to make like a darker green. And then into that color, add okay. a little bit of I magenta. I didn't put enough blue in yet. Okay. okay. Give me a second. Okay. That'll let me get this. Out. Okay. I have a green now and I'm going to do okay. my half inch so, thing. All right. Okay, and now into mm -hmm. that pool of color that you used for your anchoring piece of land, mm -hmm. you can add a little this bit of... Is my anchoring the... piece of land, where, at what point in the painting do I put it? Is it in the middle? Is it towards the bottom? I mean, or is it no. just up to me? It's, it's at the very bottom of your picture plane. Like and the all you... very bottom of yeah. the picture plane is a tiny... Yeah. Half inch. Okay, well, I put this about two inches up. Well, you can, take, up. A, you can take a little bit of water right and you can just yes, scrub it right out. You can scrub it right off. Okay, sorry about that. I, I, you know, I need specifics. We are doing this audio. I'm not watching you, babe. Yeah, this is 100% <laughs> audio. So <laughs> if, if anybody can do this. Immediately with water. I'll so be shocked. This is cool. Okay. Hey, who cares? I got this. See, that's why I'm asking you these crazy, like, very descriptive, technical, like, specifically. So I have this green. It's kind of kind of yucky, muty. Okay. Now what you're going to do is you're going to add a little bit more blue and some white to that. So it's going I to... I was making a gray. You are. Okay, but, but you said magenta before. Yes, you, you're going to add okay. a little bit of magenta too. But uh -huh. you, you're going to build mm. your gray I gotcha. slowly. And you're going to make you. a little pool of paint and you're going to keep adding. So mm. if it gets Still too so far, green. well, then you, add, then you need to add a lot more magenta. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And wow. what you are looking for is a violet type of gray that is most definitely lighter than the strip of anchoring land you put down. Okay? okay. So take a second to do that. I'm doing it myself on the glass palette. And then I'm mm -hmm. going to scrape it all up onto a palette knife and take it and put a little piece somewhere on the bottom. And I'm going to see how dark it is and how it looks against that, um, that pink underpainting. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to add more white to lighten it up mm -hmm. if I have to. And I have to. Mine was a little bit dark. So... We're just looking for a good um, gray 
in which to base the rest of our colors on. I don't have enough. I'm not using it. I'm clearly not using enough paint. Okay. Then add some more paint. Okay. I'm <laughs> so working on it. Is this... this is when you squeeze more out of the tube. If you just have yeah, yeah, paint yeah. that's acrylic on your palette, you have to keep spraying it with water. Mm -hmm. um, no, I mean, just the stuff I'm mixing, I didn't do enough. And, I, and oh, okay. I'm still trying to get this one inch down because I didn't mix enough to begin with. Sorry, this is, you know, oh, God. This is truly the most complicated thing that we're going to do. That's ever been attempted to be done Shit. on a podcast. Yeah, because I, yeah, we're going to do it though, aren't we, okay. Chris? Sure. All right. I don't even care. I don't care. I put my thing down. I'm doing wet into wet. Now I'm going to add some magenta to this and hope for the best. Okay. Now. Mm -hmm. Once you have that gray, a little pile of gray, you're going to test it against mm -hmm. the pink and see how dark it is. You want it to put the next tone up against mm -hmm. your land area. It needs mm -hmm. to be somewhat of a contrast. Because okay. if you're just looking out most times of the day, Mm -hmm. And you look at a far horizon line, you're going to notice that your landmass below the horizon line is going to be most of the time significantly darker than any kind of cloud line or skyline that meets it on the horizon. So then I'm going to take that new color and... Mm -hmm. I'm going to just the patch very it in. Light gray. Yep, I'm going to patch it in along the bottom there. On top of the and, green. Uh, next to the green. And you can leave a little bit of the pink underpainting to show through. And that's always nice. Little areas that sort of mm -hmm. peek in. And since we're, since I usually don't use a lot of direct um, red in a normal uh, cloud study, uh, unless it's something more to, like early morning or evening where the sun's low on the horizon, um, it it's going to just be easier if you just use like a lighter uh, chromatic they call it gray against your land and I'm just going to block it in maybe like an inch oh an inch okay. like an like an inch up from where the land was okay an entire inch that you yes. wanted an inch thick and an inch up is that what you're saying um Sure. I don't even know no. what I'm saying anymore because you don't know what you're saying. this is absolutely ridiculous to try to do this. This is so fucking ridiculous. That's okay. I'm going to do it. Look, okay. I am getting that in. I'm putting like a, I don't care what this looks like. This okay. is good to do. All right. I'm so, done. so <laughs> very distant clouds are going uh -huh. to generally um, be much less contrasty. So, 
you're only going to really begin to see more of the cloud shapes as you move up towards the top of your uh, your your picture plane. Okay. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start to block in some more triangular cloud shapes. Okay. So okay. it's going to go. And I'm going to work my way from the bottom to the top. So I'm going to work smaller triangles, really brushy, mm -hmm. kind of loose. And as mm -hmm. I get higher and higher, they're going mm -hmm. to be a little bit thicker. And um, the brush strokes are actually going to be a little bit longer. And I'm going to leave plenty of space in between for cloud holes, Bonnie. Do you know what cloud holes mm, are? I'm going to learn. Yeah. Well, cloud holes are mm -hmm. the nice people who <laughs> take baths inside the Envy bathroom. Shut up. <laughs> so I'm just going to block in some. They can be mostly rectilinear, but it helps to have a general direction and an isosceles triangle in a square or rectangular picture plane helps to build direction when it comes to most landscape compositions. And after you get that. How many clouds do I, how many big base gray? Um, doesn't really matter. Not too many, not too few. I mean, you, you can do whatever you want. Because I have no idea what I'm looking at, what you're doing. Oh, you so, wait until you see this. Yeah, um, we definitely have to post these to the oh, Instagram. <laughs> Once again, Paint Cast Podcasts on mm -hmm. Instagram. Uh, you'll be able to see these images that mm -hmm. we came up with. And... Now what I'm going to do, once I have those base gray shapes against the pink underpainting, and I have my basic um, land anchoring tone on the bottom, mm -hmm. um, before I start to add light or more color to the clouds, I'm going to try to um, build a, an atmosphere gradient. So in a separate pile of paint, you're going to take white and add a little bit of blue to it and get a lighter, um, really clean okay. uh, blue color. Okay. And that is going to be towards the bottom. So towards the horizon is where that color is going to be applied. And as mm -hmm. you move up, you're going to darken it and add a little bit of magenta to it. Okay. Let me get the blue made because I had to wash my brushes. Okay, I need cool. A big pile of this blue. Yeah, I need a moment. That's fine. I mixed um, a little bit of white and my phthalo, and I have it now mm -hmm. on my palette knife. Mm 
And oh, okay. Yeah, I, I tend to take paint from the palette after I'm done. I scrape it up onto my oak blade palette knife. <laughs> Wish I had one. Yeah, be sure to tune in to my interview with Ray Hyder. Ray Hyder. Buy some of his. Love you, Ray. Buy some of his damn palette knives, would you? Love you. So my blue is like almost like an Easter egg looking. I may have used. I may have used a little too much blue. Um, yeah, but that's okay though. It's acrylic. You can adjust it. You can adjust it fast. And painting cool. uh, over it is going to be okay. fairly so simple. Do I extend my blue horizon straight across up to my clouds? Up to where my clouds are going to be? You're going to start towards your and around that gray that you put on your horizon ah, and you're going okay. to in all the spaces yeah. in between that are currently yeah. pink you're mm-hmm. going to start to build a blue atmosphere and okay. you're going to be adding more of the blue pigment to your pile of mm-hmm. light blue as you go up not a lot just mm-hmm. a little and towards mm-hmm. the very top you can begin to take just a tad of the magenta and, ah, and start bringing it in bring some violet in because if you just look quick up to the clouds you will notice that your peripheral vision towards the top will usually tend towards violet and mm-hmm. that if you look away your peripheral vision towards the horizon will tend towards a green or greenish blue. And I'm going to say, I'm going to recommend that as you're doing this audio mm-hmm. cloud mm-hmm. study, that mm-hmm. you leave enough of the pink, pink in there showing through so that if your values are really close with your gray blocks for your clouds and the blue of the atmosphere in the background, you can still make out the edges. Okay, so I am almost done. I've added a little bit of magenta to the blue, and I'm... I'm working into those clouds. I'm just, I'm doing it quick, too. I'm not playing around. I'm pulling up. Don't Don't play around. We don't have all day here. Okay. We don't have all day here. I'm not worried about how this turns out. I'm just doing what you're telling me to do very quickly. Okay. I'm done. Let's do Good. It. Now, um, clean your palette knife or your brush, mm-hmm. and you're going to begin to take and mix a similar but lighter gray than what mm-hmm. you had in your clouds. Mm-hmm. So add more of the titanium add more white. white to it. But okay. don't, don't just put white on your clouds. Like my clouds and my peak, I don't think I've used actual white. No. In probably four or five years for a cloud. Always make it a really, really light pink 
orange, green. That mm. is the light highlight of your clouds. Like that. If you're just using straight white paint, it's not going to look right. It's not going to read as clean as when you use a color in there. So I'm going to say to myself that my light from the sun is going to be coming from above and behind me from where I'm depicting this piece on my picture plane. So I'm going to hit the tops of some of Mm -hmm. those gray cloud shapes with Mm -hmm. a lighter gray Mm -hmm. and sort of in random areas. And those shapes are going to be large towards the top of the painting. And they're going to gradually get smaller and thinner as I move towards the horizon line. And they're also going to get uh, increasingly horizontal. Uh, They're going to get increasingly horizontal. Yes. So if you're using um, a steep angle towards the top of your picture plane and you're using large shapes of color, as you move down to the horizon, those clouds are going to flatten out and become more horizontal than you think they will. And it's easier sometimes to use your palette knife for... I did not use a palette knife at all, honestly. Well, just just use your damn brush, Bonnie. What are the cloud shapes supposed to be? What are the top of the cloud shapes supposed to be? Because... You're painting the light... From the sun. No, no, no. I mean, on the how tops is of the, the clouds. shape supposed on the tops of the clouds? I really can't see anything that you're doing, so I'm just no. going to to go ahead mm-hmm. and say, make them look nice. Oh man, it's past that. But whatever, I'm enjoying myself. Good. You really don't sound like you are, and I hope that those people who are painting along. Um, Oh my gosh, are, I'm just trying to... Are um, equally actually, as enthusiastic as Bonnie is being right now. I'm so enthusiastic. Actually, Chris Long, uh, let me tell you something. The reason why I'm not talking so much is because uh-huh. I'm actually making some fucking fantastic clouds right now, and I'm busy. Well, it, as oh, long as I you're... I did it, I did it, yeah. As long as oh, you're not yeah. doing that awkward thing where you begin to oh. hold your breath and you stick your tongue out... <sighs> I you did know it. How, how little kids do? Mm-hmm. No, what did you I did do it. again? I did it. I did my clouds, and I like them. I'm fine. I'm good. This is good. I did this. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I will begin to add more of the white to that pool of gray that I just used for cloud highlights. And mm-hmm. I'm going to add a little bit of that yellow ochre color. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep mm-hmm. that lighter brighter color Mm -hmm. i'm going to be using um i'm going to keep that pile of paint as long as i can it's easier in oil because it's not going to dry in your session but with acrylic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
you either have to be really good at knowing what you just mixed and mix another identical pool, or you have to keep that pool uh, somewhat hydrated. You could, mine's more yellow. Okay. You could, in fact, um, just spray it with water. That's what I used to do until I saw Nate, who was another painter in New Orleans that Bonnie and I both know. And he he was out uh, working one evening at a market, and I saw him with a spray bottle, and he just kept spraying the paint on his palette, and something about it just, it made it kind of gross for me. I, I didn't want to be associated oh, no. with spraying, spraying my paint. <laughs> so he's not listening to you. You're like, Nate, be sure to listen to this episode. Yeah, Nate, the whole spraying your paint in public thing, just mm-hmm. mix that. Poor Nate. So I'm just mm-hmm. building on What top. am I doing with this? I'm using more and more white in my clouds, plus an additional color, mm-hmm. which I'm going in between mm-hmm. uh, magenta and yellow, and I'm doing smaller mm-hmm. area, like smaller shapes of color on top of the previous Good. color for my highlights. and mm-hmm. once I get to a point where I look at it and I say I have no idea what I'm doing and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can make this better that's mm-hmm. when stop because it's just a single study and so much goes into understanding the composition and the paint application and the order of operations of how you just applied the paint. Um, that it's sort of a thing where you have to do this often and then go back, take a look at what you did. And then, then you can have um, a little, like personal um, revelation where you can say, okay, well, everything I just did is absolute shit. And that's how you grow. I enjoyed this, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm done with mine. I'll stop here. And then I'll post okay. it. I, I'm going to add, mm-hmm. just as a side note, um, I'm mm-hmm. going to add a little bit of a lighter um green into just a few areas of that small horizon line there. Um, Okay. That would probably be a good idea, honestly. And some are going to be a little bit more yellow than others. Okay, I'm going to make that color up right now, actually. I need a little more paint on my palette. I'm going to build it as if there's some light from behind me hitting it. On the ground? Yeah. It's going to be just 
hitting a few different little areas on the ground. And if you really want to go crazy, you can take just a little bit of pure paint, not white, but one of your other colors, and just touch it in an interesting area somewhere. And that's what I did too. So, mine is. Hmm. I'm going to say that mine is a little less um, of a contrast than my normal cloud studies, mm-hmm. but i I think it's I think it's still interesting. Hmm. Mine um, looks like a beautiful Easter basket. It, it looks like an Easter basket. Well, my colors came out very Eastery. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it, though. It's beautiful. It's a nice contrast to the green that I put on the bottom. Yeah, well, I mean... Oh. Super good. Just as long as things don't start to be a cartoon, then... I need a horizon line. My horizon line needs to be a little bit better. It's kind of wobbly. Ah... My horizon yes. line is not straight. It's very wobbly. Always so, keep a very firm horizon line. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. I need to firm. I do need to go back <laughs> to my dark gray and firm up my um, horizon line because this is certainly not firm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just went, I don't care. Okay, so I- I'm going right, to stop. Then. Okay. And that's all people get. And I mean, if you like this, if you thought it was an interesting um, gimmick to do on a podcast, then let us know. And yeah, you can ask questions know, about it. Yeah. And we'll you can send requests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll sure. do it again. And as I get better. We'll paint more interesting subjects for you, and you can laugh at us as we do it. Nice. Who cares? Yeah. Okay, so um, we did have some questions this week. Yeah, I, I think I'm it. going to leave most of them for next time. Mm-hmm. Are, are you seriously running water? No, down? no, no. That I, that was just a slight little accident. I just just accident. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had paint all over my hands. I'm okay, go, so go, go. careful to not do that. <sighs> and I, I feel, there's paint everywhere right now. <laughs> I feel like you're able to break all the rules, and I'm not able to break any rules. You should. Why? I never criticize you or hold anything against you. And even if you fuck up, I think it's charming. So I don't know why you can't just be you. I'm I'm too much of me. Too often. (laughs) You you get a little. You know what? It's just you're not used to being around people and and stuff like that. I'm always around people. You know. I All can't right. care what people think about me. I really can't. I'd lose a lot of sleep if I did, you know? I, like I know exactly sleep. what you're talking about. Yeah, I so, like my sleep. I thought that... I, I want to hear your answer to this one question. Mm, so, okay. I, I think we'll do will... one question this week and we'll throw the rest into the next do podcast. Do I know this person? 
No. This was a question okay. that came through Instagram. Um, I, I'm not sure who this person is. I'm not even sure if they follow me. Um, Are they, they a person? I don't know. They had one of those like burner account looking. Handles. I had to report one of those this week. They were trying oh, to sell oh, really? bit cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. Well, if this person is trying to sell me or trying to sell us cryptocurrency, they're going about it the wrong way. Okay. The question sure. is. Why don't more artists paint the news? Question mark. And then powerful period. Paint the news? Yeah. That was the question. Why don't more artists paint the news? Why aren't you painting the news, Bonnie? Um, okay, so there was an election and we had a president. It's about two years ago. And an artist painted a portrait of him, and she got death threats. There's my answer. Hmm. Because what's in the news right now? What is in the news right now? So you're worried about violent repercussions. There are violent repercussions when you are brave enough to use your voice. I mean, I'm not good enough to paint the news, but... You have to understand that there are crazy people in this country. Well, they just are. I, I, I don't think it's, for me at least, I think that Twitter covers so much of it. Like, yeah, that, now yeah, there's so many answers to that. Now we're at the point where, um, if you could repost reaction videos, mm-hmm. ev- everybody knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah. Some of us paint just to get away from the news. You know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that it has more to do with um, curiosity in general than it does with just looking at what's around you. Um, if you don't have like a profound curiosity about your subject, I think that's when yes. it it looks like you're phoning it in. And maybe there was a time like in a less technical uh, technological age where doing that sort of thing was important. Um, now maybe not so much. I think that I think that curiosity will make people's artistic expressions actually feel alive. I, I know that it looking back the nine years that I've done it, it's that's most likely been the case for me. You know, it, it's it's it, the process is sort of like curiosity is where it starts and then you ask yourself, well, what if I do this? What if I make this image and then the then there's like a risk to it where you say okay i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to make that change i'm going to actually do that thing that i'm curious about and then Mm -hmm. maybe the clarity comes in when you decide if that actually enhanced your piece and whether that um helped your vision or not and that was just me trying to trying to articulate, you know, 
the notion that you basically just need to invent problems to solve. So I have no idea what you just said. Good. Okay. Good. Well, okay. that 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 was enough of me. Um, How is my answer? I mean, I'm. I, I don't. That was the first thing that came to the top of my head, though. I mean, these are crazy times. People react in ways I've never seen in my life towards each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, if you would have thought, at my just keep painting now, fruit. Yes. Yeah, I'll just keep painting fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Hey, um, you have to choose your before we get out of here. Your Instagram artist recommendation of the week oh yeah okay well maddie stratton studio I okay and this morning that information will be in the podcast description mm-hmm. okay so, yeah so um I, i'm looking at her instagram account right now and she paints mm-hmm. um a lot of very colorful portraits and mm-hmm. um, the figure within nature and uh, uses some unconventional color, some really strong, like, uh... mm-hmm. I- I'm going to say that a lot of her compositions and um, her color choice really reminds me of like uh, post-impressionism, like mm-hmm. Paul Gauguin, you know, from his... Tahiti from his time. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. She has really interesting mark making and um, yeah, I I really like the fact that someone is painting uh, portraits without being um, too concerned with, uh, because I think sometimes people get overly concerned with some of the elements of form in the face and they, they sort of just leave the negative space and the background and the setting just as like an afterthought. It's all sort of very focused. And I really like how she includes the entire piece as the portrait, you know? I like the subject matter for sure. I know a lot of the people in the subject matter even, which makes it even more endearing to me. Oh, you do? Um, yes, I've known Maddie since she was 14, and now she's in her late, late 20s. And she went to, uh, she went to a really great art school. From, she went to Pratt. Oh, yeah. And I did not expect My grandfather like went to Pratt. From a Pratt graduate these are very um they've got this folk feeling about them you know Mm -hmm. but her 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 mother is a good friend of mine an amazing uh artist in her own right a metalsmith and uh they share they may still share a studio even um they kill me i love them i love them and i love i love both of their work but i love i love the painter that maddie is i love it can't get over it great well yeah um there you go go check out maddie stratton studio okay yeah, bonnie studio. well that was a really bizarre oh totally 
Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say it was an attempt at a podcast. It was. Um, it it was a little bit uh, different than what we have been doing lately. But Mm -mm. we'll Mm. we'll just have to see if we get any feedback whatsoever about it. (laughs) Yes, we will. Okay. Well, I'm going to say adieu. Adieu.